Hey, greetings everybody, Eddie Hyatt here. I um, want to share with you uh, some exciting news um, about a new book. And for those of you who are part of the, who follow the Eddie Hyatt podcast, I wanted to share with you, uh, uh, you haven't seen me on this week uh, because we decided to take on this project of this new book that has just been published uh, called Who Says Women Can't Pastor? And also we decided after finishing that project, uh, focusing on it for several days, we decided we're going to take a two or three sabbatical days of rest. But I want to tell you about this book that uh, we are so excited about and I believe it is very significant for the body of Christ. And uh, there you see a picture of it. Who says women can't pastor? Now, the decision to, to publish this book came up quite suddenly. Uh, many of you heard about the Southern Baptist Convention, which is the largest Protestant denomination in America. They came out with a very strong statement against women pastors. Uh, will not even allow a woman on, on a church staff to have the word pastor in her title. And they excommunicated one of the largest churches in their convention, the uh, Saddleback Church in Southern California, because one woman, it's a large church, so they had, had a large staff, one woman had the title of pastor, uh, or the word pastor in her title. And so they were excommunicated, and I think four other churches. And so it, is, uh, it was a reminder how this is such an incredible need. And then let me just share this with you. I, I, I tell you, I, I had to confess, I have been surprised. I thought there was more progress being made in the, uh, the church worldwide, especially the church in North America. But lo and behold, not only that, but um, there was a survey done by Lifeway Research on this issue. They surveyed a thousand Protestant pastors concerning uh, the level of their acceptance of women in leadership, they found that most of them would accept a woman leading a Bible study. But only 44%, now this is all denominations, Presbyterian, Methodist, Baptist, Assembly of God, whatever it might be. So this is all the denominations. Only 44% of evangelical pastors answered in the affirmative if their church permitted women to serve as quote, senior pastors. That's not a biblical term, but, uh, but, but they use it in the survey to see where people were in their acceptance of women in leadership. So um, that would be 56% of Protestant pastors in America say that their church will not accept a woman uh, in leadership as a senior pastor. Um, only 14% of Baptist pastors, in other words, 86% of Baptist pastors says their church would not allow a woman to be a senior pastor. So uh, in light of all of this, Sue said to me, why don't you write a book about women pastors? Now, this would not be a totally new project because we've been writing on this, especially Sue, I guess for 30 years or so, and uh, many of you know Sue's doctoral dissertation uh, at the School of Divinity and Regent University was on this topic and has been recently published in her book, the second edition of In the Spirit, We're Equal. So 
she presented this challenge, so I I felt very positive about it. So I've also written written uh, about this, written articles, have written one book, uh, Paul, Women, and Church. So I began to pull together the materials. But also one thing that was significant, that turned out very significant, I believe, uh, Sue said, why don't you write this book on women pastors and begin by telling your experience with women pastors. And so uh, my very first chapter I call it my early exposure to women pastors because I grew up around powerful women preachers, evangelists, and pastors. And uh, and I tell about the, the first time I ever heard that I, a woman couldn't pastor was when I went off to Bible school. And uh, this would have been 1973, and I was taking a class on Romans. And there were probably 100, 150 people in the class, and uh, one person asked the the instructor said, uh, what is the, the Bible basis for a woman being a pastor? And I'll, I'll never forget the very curt, abrupt answer of the teacher. There is none, brother. <laughs> well, I had seen and experienced enough that I knew he was wrong. I, I, you know, he was a good man, but I knew that he was wrong about this. Uh, there was a lot of his uh, traditions of the reformed background that he came out of was still clinging to him. So anyway, we have, uh, we, we have come together and uh, has 12 chapters, and we have produced this book, uh, Who Says That Women Can't Pastor? It is available now uh, on our website, eddiehype.com. It's also available on Amazon. And here's something uh, uh, exciting for our Canadian friends. Uh, of course, you can buy it from uh, uh, Amazon Canada, but even if you buy it off of our website, we're able to sell it because of the Amazon Canadian marketplace. We're able to sell it off of our website to uh, our Canadian friends for the same price that we sell it to our U.S. friends. So uh, that that is something very, very important. So now I want to close by reading something. As I was doing this book, I realized that this, this is very, very significant. And it's very significant for me. God made this, this subject very... Some people think, oh, this is just a woman issue. This is just women trying to get ahead. No, it's not. Um, in 2009, I think it was. Could have been 2010, but somewhere in that area. I was awakened. And some of you have heard this, but, but it's okay to hear it again. This is very, very important. And I, I believe this is... The time has come for us to see this happening all over the world. I was awakened one more, early one morning, about 3 o'clock, and this is unusual for me. I'm lying in bed just wide awake. So I decide to quietly get out of bed to try not to wake up Sue. So I quietly get out of bed, go into a, another room. I sit on a couch. I don't turn on any lights. Uh, there is a street light uh, outside, and the light from it is streaming in through a window. So I just sat there enjoying the stillness and the quietness and the solitude of the early morning. Uh, there's no sounds of traffic and, or, or people stirring outside. And I'm just sitting there quietly, just lifting my heart up to God, talking to Him. And all of a sudden, the only way I know how to it, it describe it, it seemed that my insides became very still and quiet. And then I heard the, the Lord speaking to me. I believe as clear as I've ever heard Him. 
And uh, it, it was more than just a thought floating through my mind. It was a very real, powerful experience. First thing I heard him say was, I want you to be more identified with Sue and what she is doing. And I knew that had to do with uh, her vision for writing God's women back into history and uh, giving a biblical basis for the equality of women with men uh, in, in the church, in Christ. And, and, but then I heard those words, but then I heard these words, these astounding words. This message has the power to begin a mass movement from Islam to Christianity beginning with the women. This message has the power to begin a mass movement from Islam to Christianity beginning with the women. So with the publication of this book, I am starting an emphasis. I call it Operation Mobilization. Operation Mobilization, because I believe this little book, now it's not a huge book. If you want to get into a whole lot of detail, get Sue's 500-page book in the Spirit We're Equal, second edition. This book is a hundred and, I think, a hundred and six pages. But if you want for yourself and for somebody else a very quick look at the important scriptures and the ideas uh, that clearly validate that women can function uh, in any area of leadership in the church, then you need to get this book. And so uh, we believe, so Operation Mobilization, and I'll just read what I wrote in relation to this. We believe this book carries a very important and timely message for the church today. We are therefore launching Operation Mobilization, which is an all-out effort to get this book into the hands of women and men all over the world. This book has great potential to do two things. Now, I want to just throw this in. Ever since I had that experience I just told you about where I heard the Lord say, this message has the power to begin a mass movement from Islam to Christianity beginning with the women. From that moment, I realized this is not a women issue. This is not a woman ministry, woman issue. This is a church issue. This is an issue of world evangelism. This is an issue of fulfilling the Great Commission <coughs> by taking the restraints of half the members of the body of Christ and, and freeing up, releasing, and mobilizing every member of the body of Christ to function according to the individual gifts and callings in each person's life. But this book has great potential to do two things. One, affirm and free up Christian women all over the world to respond to the call of God in their hearts. There are, there are women that are moving out in leadership all over the world, in, uh, even in Islamic nations such as Pakistan, Iran, and other nations. And we believe that this book is going to serve as a powerful tool to mobilize the body of Christ, especially the female members that have been restricted and marginalized. God's going to use this book to, to free them up all over the world. And so uh, we begin that it's going to affirm and free up Christian women all over the world to respond to the call of God in their heart. And number two, begin a mass movement from Islam to Christianity beginning with the women. Well, if you would like to be a part of this end-time operation, send an email to me and let me know, and I'll, I'll 
Just make note of that. Maybe we'll make a list of people who are going to pray and uh, just begin to pray and, and give as the Lord directs. We will use the extra funds that come in uh, to send this book out where it is needed in any part of the world. And so uh, we believe that God is going again to use this book to mobilize the body of Christ all over the world. So thank you for being a part of our lives. Uh, thank you for praying for us. Thank you for uh, supporting us uh, in your financial gifts, your prayers, and just uh, just your encouraging words in every way that you do that. And so uh, we'll look forward to talking to you later. And for those of you, I'll be putting this on my uh, uh, Eddie Hot podcast. We, I will be back next week uh, with daily podcast, and I look forward to seeing you then. And if there's a theme that you would like me to address, send me an email, and I will prayerfully consider uh, any themes that any of you suggest, and I will see you next time. God bless.